Welcome to Blended, a podcast by me, Living Whole with Sarah Davis, your board-certified holistic health practitioner and creator. This is where I combine my ideas of essentialism, health and wellness, and creatives into an integrative, insightful whole. My whole life is your whole guide to health. Hello, my Living Whole friends, and we are back with another Blended podcast. And as you can tell by the title of this, we're talking about gastroesophageal reflux disease, or commonly referred to as GERD. I'm sure you guys have experienced heartburn and know that kind of burn sensation that I'm talking about. But GERD is actually a really, really common disorder of the digestive tract. It affects about 1 in 45 U.S. adults, and GERD can cause discomfort while eating. Over time, it can lead to other serious medical conditions such as esophagitis, Barrett's esophagus, and cancer. However, GERD can often be prevented or controlled through diet and lifestyle changes. So what exactly is GERD? Let's think about our esophagus, how our digestive system works, and first point of entry when a person swallows, food travels down a muscular tube, and this is your esophagus. At the base of your esophagus is the lower esophageal sphincter. This is basically a ring of muscle that can tighten or loosen. It's a muscle, guys. So when you swallow food and it reaches the base of the esophagus, this this lower esophageal sphincter relaxes and opens and this is this ultimately allows food to enter the stomach and then tightens back up to prevent acid and other stomach contents from flowing back up this is prevention of what they call as refluxing into the esophagus so gastroesophageal reflux disease and in GERD it's it's basically chronic acid reflux with the lower esophageal sphincter it's weak and it's really not able to effectively close at the opening of the stomach as a result you have that stomach acid flow back into the esophagus eventually this constant backflow of acid can cause the esophagus to become inflamed and it also over time increase the risk for cancer if left untreated so it's a real deal it's something very important there's also possible causes that they've kind of looked into with GERD, including obesity, pregnancy, certain medications will do it, smoking, and then a condition called a hiatal hernia. If you have experienced heartburn, chest pain, swallowing problems, pain in your upper abdomen, dry cough, sore throat, acid reflux, belching, and nausea, these all can be signs of GERD. Really, when you think about, we now understand what GERD is and what causes it, the signs and symptoms, and then what what do you actually do about it? And so GERD really is a multifactorial treatment approach, and this can influ- include dietary changes, lifestyle modifications, medication, surgery, or a combination of all of those things. We're specifically talking about today nutritional management because you guys know The Living Hole with Sarah Davis is all about that whole food plant-based life. So we can utilize dietary as a means to effectively control or prevent GERD symptoms. And research has suggested that a high-fat diet is associated with an increased risk of GERD 
while if you eat a high fiber diet, it might actually be protective. And so think of the latest trend going on right now. You've got keto, and that is just a high, high fat diet. And you think about a whole food plant-based diet, which is rich in fiber. The research and what they're thinking is that high fat meals may keep the lower esophageal sphincter from properly closing. And this is ultimately just allowing that acid to back up into the stomach. And other studies have linked vegetarian diets to a lower risk of GERD. And there was uh, results from one study actually showed that those eating meat were nearly twice as likely to have GERD as vegetarians. Now, could this be due to vegetarians have a lower amount of meat in their diet, lower levels of fat because they predominantly eat fruits and vegetables. Plus you add in higher levels of healthful phytochemicals, fiber, and antioxidants. So really eating a healthy plant-based diet may actually improve signs and symptoms of GERD. To recap, if you want to have a lower risk for GERD or to decrease the symptoms that you might be experiencing due to GERD, you want to avoid animal products like meat and cheese, high fat foods, and common triggers. These are the raw onions, chocolate, tomato products, citrus fruits, coffee, and alcohol. And if you want to really prevent even further, you can include more fruits and vegetables, of course, minus the onions, tomatoes, and citrus, and eat more high fiber foods, whole grains, beans, legumes, all the good stuff. Other things that you can do may include just simple lifestyle changes, and this can include maintaining a healthy weight because research has shown that a healthy BMI reduces the risk for developing GERD, and obese individuals are 2.5 times more likely to develop GERD than healthy people of a healthy weight. So, of course, this one I don't think needs really... I'm still so surprised at how many people smoke in this day and age, but avoid smoking. Smoking is directly related to an increase in acid reflux. And, of course, what do you do to decrease that? You quit smoking. But another thing that could just be a lifestyle hack can be eating smaller or more frequent meals think about when we overload our stomachs and we eat that big heavy meal, that large meal can actually stretch your stomach, putting pressure on the lower esophageal sphincter and causing stomach acid to reflux back into the esophagus. And of course, what is the one thing we all want to do after we've had that huge heavy meal? We want to go lie down. You want to avoid laying down after eating food to allow enough time for the food to pass through the stomach. So staying upright for about two to three hours after eating is really ideal. And then another thing that's just kind of simple is avoid tight fitting clothes. This can include your just your belt and this is going to put extra pressure around the stomach making it easier for that acid to backflow in the esophagus. Medications can also be used to reduce GERD symptoms. So we have H2 blockers and proton pump inhibitors. These are our PPIs. They're common dr- drugs that are used for GERD. And so H2 blockers decrease the body's production of stomach acid for a short amount of time. Um, these are your Pepsid, Zantac that are just your simple over the counter drugs. But 
PPIs also work by reducing the body's ability to produce acid over a longer period of time. These are Nexium, Prevacid, Prilosec, and Protonix. I think Protonix is probably the one that you've heard the most, especially for me being a nurse. Everybody's on Protonix in the hospital. So some proton pump inhibitors are available only as a prescription, while you can find some that are over-the-counter. Again, though, with medications, they do not treat the cause of GERD, just its symptoms. So medications can be helpful. Um, Most come with side effects, both short-term and long-term, and it is always best to speak with your physician before starting any drug for managing GERD symptoms. In rare uh, situations, severe GERD may oftentimes require surgery, and the common surgery to treat GERD is fundoplication, and this procedure, basically, the surgeon wraps the upper part of the stomach around the lower part of the esophagus to help tighten that junction to prevent acid from backflowing into the esophagus. However, most people can manage their GERD through a non-surgical means. Again, always consult your physician. But how how easy is it to increase the amount of fruits and vegetables, minus onions, tomatoes, and citrus, and eat more high-fiber foods like whole grains, beans, legumes, all the good stuff versus going under the knife with all the risk and then taking medications that oftentimes have those side effects. However, always consult your physician. And I really, you know, everybody that I know eating the standard American diet always complain of heartburn. And those foods are truly much more acidic than your whole food plant-based options. And you know, GERD is a chronic form of acid reflux that affects a lot of people. So if you do have it, you're not alone and there's a way to treat and manage it. This is a little shorter kind of podcast where we're just talking about GERD, but if you've got it, guys, you're not alone. Always consult your physician. And I hope this helps clarify and kind of give you a little bit more about what you can do in your own kitchen for your own health. And as always, guys, thank you for listening and supporting Living Whole with Sarah Davis and, of course, the Blended Podcast. But you guys are awesome. I'd love to hear your experience with GERD down in the comments. Do you have it? Did you heal it? How are you doing? And what are some tips that you're going to share with your family members who possibly have to endure it? So, Again, guys, it's a little bit shorter today, but that is the down and dirty on gastroesophageal reflux and what you can do about it. So I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thank you for being a part of the Living Whole community. I strive to keep my content ad-free. So by simply liking, commenting, or sharing, you guys make a huge impact. And I cannot thank you enough. I can't wait to hear your continued thoughts and conversations in the comments. For more Living Whole content, please check out livingholesaradavis.com. And I am on most all of the socials, but I can't wait to hear from you guys. So thank you, thank you, thank you.